Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from a radioactive bunker deep inside the bracket compound, this is Real Spoilers, episode 549. A milestone. No, no. Yeah, okay, it's a milestone. That's true. Milestone, right? Isn't that the exact definition (laughs) of a milestone? (laughs) I think you're right. Yeah, right. So we're going to do, for our news episode, we're going to skip over the news this time, and we're going to do something special because we are recording on the evening of the Oscars. Yeah, they're happening so we're in gonna like give an hour. You, yeah, yeah, so we're going to give you our picks. Uh, when you hear this, you'll have already seen the Oscars, but it might be kind of fun to see how close or wrong we are. So <laughs> that will be interesting. And then if we have time at the end, we'll go through a quick box office report. But uh, first of all, let's go uh, Let's go around and introduce ourselves. And I guess we'll start with our guest, Linnea Thunzel. Hey, Linnea. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be back. Yeah, well, thank you. We uh, we appreciate it, and we know that uh, you were busy, and we, we rearranged the schedule, and we made it work, so thank you for that. Of course, I'm joined by my partner in crime. Whenever Tom's not around, this guy usually is. I was, you know, I was hey, like, Joe. wait a minute. <laughs> hey, it's Joe. <laughs> so uh, shameless plugs. Follow us on social media. You know how to do it. Subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. You know the spiel. You hear it every week. Um, League of Show Shares, don't have them. I'm going to let Tom do that next week, so he will have a mega list. Also, you get if you missed out, if you were lazy, you didn't share this week, you have an extra week and way more shows to share. That's right, so, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll read them all next time. And uh, let's see, what else does he usually do? Uh, Patreon, we have we have a uh, funny thing that Joe and I recorded uh, last <laughs> Late last year, we watched a Nicolas Cage movie that we had no idea about. We saw the poster. It looked bonkers. We started watching it, and we're like, oh, oh it's bad. This, it's, yeah. It's real bad. So, yeah. So, we did a watch-along. People seem to like our watch-along trailer, and if you liked that, we have an entire movie you yeah, can watch yeah. along in here. And I think it's pretty funny. I remember you and I were pretty... Uh, we thought it was an interesting movie. It, Let's just say that. No, it was a bad movie. Like, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> that's there's, true there's interesting nothing might good be... about that there's well okay i listened to the episode and i was trying to give it some some <laughs> glimmer of hope but it was it was not working yeah well you were talking about the camera lenses they used <laughs> yeah, and the cinematography right. yeah, techniques right, right. you were getting really technical with the film film stock that they yeah, used on the, fil- was, you know, the yeah. film stock because you know they they did that on film <laughs> 
so anyway uh subscribe to patreon we appreciate everyone that does uh five dollars a month or more gives you bonus episodes like that and uh joe and i have one that's actually going to tie into the review episode this week we do coming up in the near future so subscribe check that out but without further ado it's the oscars hey so um i don't know about you guys when i was a kid you know, loving movies. The Oscars was a huge event. It's the Super Bowl for movie lovers. I love tuning in and watching it and picking. As I get older, I just don't really care anymore. Like, there's movies I love that weren't nominated. There's movies that are going to win that don't deserve it. There's things that are going to, you know, it's just like, no matter what happens, these movies don't change. There's still great movies, bad movies. I don't know. Uh, Linnea, what are your thoughts on the Oscars? Yeah, I, I used to love watching them too. I, I watch them now but usually just to follow like live threads on Twitter (laughs) and uh, people making fun of it and uh, (laughs) hating the snubs and people who won who don't deserve it. So yeah, it's yeah. That's, I mean, that's all the internet is, is people being angry and outraged about stuff. And I think that helps perpetuate my, I don't know, disinterest in the Oscars because it's like, okay, you know, some people's movie's going to win. Yay, they'll celebrate. And then you're going to have the entire rest of the internet going, oh my God, this didn't deserve it, and whining and complaining. And then it's going to happen for every category, every actor. I mean, film subjective. So it's just, to me, it's more frustrating to see all the um, the discourse and everybody getting mad about picks and stuff. I don't know. Joe, what's your thought Oh, I have Oscars? no interest in them whatsoever. Okay. Uh, you know, like, I, I just think, I think it's... Uh, it, I'm just so it's just Hollywood. Um, I mean, jerking themselves off. I mean, that's the only. Uh, that's kind of the way I feel. It's it's them. Uh, you know, let's let's shower ourselves with awards rather than you know. So, and I agree. I think the there's going to be stuff that I like this year that isn't even going to come close to being nominated. Yeah. Things are going to win that I have no interest in seeing whatsoever. Um, so you can uncut gems. You know how many yeah. Oscars uncut gems is nominated for Joe? Zero. Zero, and we love yeah. that movie. So, yeah. what? So, what does that mean? Does that mean Uncut Gems is bad? Of course not. But it's like, so if you have movies that you think are the best movie of the year that aren't even nominated, it's just like, how can you really put that much stock in who I, it wins? Or you I know? think it all came to a head for me at least when like people would say when uh, Weinstein would like bully people into <laughs> like voting for oh, was it Shakespeare and Shakespeare, Shakespeare and Love? And love? Yeah. So it's just like, so it's not based on merit. It's not based on quality of it's, not it's, who get, it's who gets the nicer present. Yeah. You know, it's, so like I have no interest in that whatsoever. Do plus, I want Tarantino guys, to win? Yes. Yeah. But I mean, you know. yeah. And, and some people are going to win and they're going to deserve it, you know, and that's cool for them. But at the end of the day, I mean, when, when I see especially those blind Oscar articles, did you guys read those this year about what the ones that the, like, people the, didn't read the voters like they didn't see the movie? Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, you know, like, I mean, the one that's like, I don't. I'm not messing with Parasite because it has subtitles. I don't want to read it. Or I want an American to win Best Director. Like, what? what? The, the, I mean, like, that, it, you know, and here's the thing is, I mean, we've talked about it before with Roman Polanski and uh, Woody Allen, where it's like, how, how, how do these dudes, these scumbag dudes, keep getting nominated? And people are well, just like, woo! It's like, I'm the glad dude, Polanski the, is finally out. Well, Pol- I'm like, Polanski, you can't come into the country. Right. Like he can even if he were to win, he cannot come back into the country to, because he will be arrested immediately. Right. Like, and he so, should. I wish I wish he would spend the rest of his life in jail. Yeah. I Stop mean, making, but yeah, I'm I'm glad they finally kicked him out because that's something for years I went on and on. I'm like, why is he still in the academy and respected? Right. Like he did horrible things and I, I you know, but anyway, 
it's it's silly, but it's fun. I mean, if you're just doing it for fun, I think sometimes the presenters, if there is a host, I mean, there's some fun to be had, but the awards themselves, uh, if you have a movie, it's great to be recognized. You're going to make more money. You put it on the DVD. Right. The actors right. have Academy Award winner. They're going to get a bigger paycheck. I mean, that's great for them, but in the scheme of things, I just don't think they really matter to people that love film and watch, you know, a couple hundred a year. It's no, like, what, I, there's gonna if be... you're going to tell me, I mean, if you're going to say that Godfather didn't win best picture, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's one of the greatest movies ever made. Bingo. Exactly. So anyway, well, let's go through, I thought it'd be fun. Uh, let's go through and I will read the nominees in each category and, uh, we don't have to go too far into it, but, uh, if you want to elaborate, that's fine, but let's go through and let's, let's give our picks and I'll just go ahead and I'll give, well, I'll give my pick last. Let's just put it that way. I'll, I'm going to pick, I'm going to do my pick last. So I'll go through and I'll say, um, and I'll switch between you two with who goes uh, no, first. Ladies, will- ladies will always go first. Well, you guys have probably seen more of the nominated films than I have, though, so just keep that in mind. Oh, it's no problem at all. I'm going to alternate, Joe. You can't always cheat off a Linnaeus (laughs) test, all right? All right, so we're going to stop at the... You figured me out. We're going to start at the bottom. We're going to work our way up to the big one. So original song, I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, Stand Up, Harriet, I'm going to love me again, Rocket Man, and I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story 4. So, Linnea, let's start with you. Who do you think is going to win? I don't know. I'm going to say the Rocket Man one, but I don't know. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That's, I think, the only, that's one of the only nominations I think Rocket Man has. Which is ridiculous. Original... Are you going to tell, like, I'll, oh, I'll don't get, get me started with quick, who won last but year. The fact, right. that, oh. the fact that he didn't get nominated and Rami Malik did oh. is insane to me. Yeah. See it? That's that's the whole thing. That's why that's one of the reasons I think that I'm so disenchanted with the Oscars is you see something like that where are you telling me that if Rocket Man and what Bohemian Rhapsody came out in the same year, you think same the, director the Bohemian too. Rhapsody? Yeah, well, it, he had to clean it. Right. Uh, he had to clean it up. He, but, I think he finished it. Yeah, cuz yeah. Singer was yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah, so he got fired. But if you're telling me they came out in the same year, you think Bohemian Rhapsody would have all those Oscars? No, no, no way. way. So, you know, it's just like, it's it's all timing and, and you know, all that. But anyway, um, okay, so Linnea is going with the Rocket Man song, which I believe is the Elton John song yes. that uh, played at the end credits. Yes. And Joe, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm going with Into the Unknown only because it is played You've heard it 7, repeat in my house uh, <laughs> nonstop. So I'll, I'll go with Into the Unknown. So if your daughters were Oscar voters... Oh, they would absolutely vote for that. There's no... Now, maybe, let me not, ask maybe not the big you, one, let me ask, the little one for sure. Let me ask you this. Which version? Oh, I like the Panic of the Disco version. 100%. Yeah. I think it's so much better. Linnea, have you heard both versions of the End of the Unknown? I haven't heard any versions. I have no idea. I don't have kids. Okay, so... <laughs> well, sure, but... I didn't see the movie. No. Don't have kids. <laughs> oh, okay. So Adina Menzel also sings Into the Unknown. It's like the big number. It's supposed to be Let it's It Go new, for yeah, this. I'm, I'm waiting go. until it's on Disney+. Plus. Okay, Smooth. so she sings... <laughs> She sings that big song, and then Panic of the Disco and Brandon Yuri, he covered it, and his version, it just, it's so much better. It's yeah. the same song, but it's, a very it's odd that his pop rock inspired yeah. version. Yeah, it's good. All right, um, I'm going to go with, uh, let's see, what did I have here? I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away, Toy Story 4. I see, I don't remember that song at all. I also didn't see that movie. <laughs> um,. Uh, Linnea, you're, uh, that's, you're good. That's, that's okay. That's, that's Randy Newman when they're traveling on the RV, and he's like, how oh, can you let? Oh, sure, How sure, can sure. you let? Yeah, no, no, into the unknown. And throw yourself away. 
I mean, you know, Toy Story 4 came back, did a bunch of business, uh, you know, Randy Newman songs. So, all right, we'll see what happens. Original score, we have 1917 by Thomas Newman, Joker by Hilder Little Women, Alexander Duplat, Marriage Story, Randy Newman, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Johnny Williams. So, Joe, what are we thinking? I think it's probably... The sentimental pick, I guess, is John Williams, but I think it's sh- I think it's probably the Joker. Okay, Linnea. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll say 1917. Okay, yeah, that's also a solid pick. Yeah, people are are pitting the Newman Newman versus Newman for this category, <laughs> but you know the surprising thing is that Hilda for Joker, she has won like every single award. Oh, really? They give her Golden Globe, the oh. whatever. I mean, all these award shows. I don't even know all of them, but she keeps winning every single like Film Critics Society award and all this stuff. Well, so that means she won't I, win the Oscar. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes it's opposite, but I mean, usually it's like Golden Globes isn't a guarantee. But when you win everything, sure. it's kind of like wow. So I'm going to go with Hilder for. We'll just call her Hilder <laughs> because that name it's got symbols <laughs> I didn't even know existed in it. I do think like that that movie creates that t- or that that. That soundtrack or that score creates the tone of that movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, score is so important, as we've talked about time and time again. And that film, definitely, with between Phoenix's performance yeah. and that score in the background, that creepy, like, slow-moving score. That, yeah, exactly. That, I think it's it's got a good chance. Yeah, for sure. All right. Foreign language film. So this is uh, this is one that's going to be a lot of talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so South Korea, Parasite, Pain and Glory, which is the Antonio Banderas movie, Spain, uh, Les Miserables from France, well, Honeyland from. But go, yeah, okay. it's not it's not the musical. Oh, okay, all right, all right, yeah, um, Honeyland from North Macedonia, Ooh. and uh, Corpus Christi from Poland. So. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to say Parasite. I'm going to come out and just... I, I, mean, I think... Yeah. yeah. I think they give it to Parasite because it's not going to win Best Picture. Here's the deal. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking, and I know they really want it to. I think it would be a miracle. And I think the film's amazing, but again, you've got all these Oscar voters talking about, oh, I don't want to mess with subtitles, which is ridiculous and frustrating. But to think that they're going to go ahead and make that movie Best Picture when you have another movie... Well, we'll get into that later, yeah. but I think... I think for foreign language film, it's a lock. I think there's no doubt yeah. with the buzz it's been getting. Um, that's probably for all these voters that don't even watch them all. They know what Parasite is. So I think they'll at least give it that. That's what I think. Um, and it should be a pretty safe bet. Live action short film. So uh, this one, I did not see a lot of these. Um, there's Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Window, Saria, and A Sister. Did you guys watch any short film it, live action? No, I didn't see any of those. Nor did I. Okay, um, I I went ahead and I chose Saria because or Saria, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, I've heard a lot of buzz around it, but again, I don't really know much about them, so it's a it's a toss up. Does anyone even want to wager? I guess have you? No, I haven't. You haven't heard anything. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea. All right, okay, we'll pass. It I don't around. have time Do- to sit through short films at this point. Uh, so low. Uh, now this one documentary short. This has a St. Louis connection, it Joe. Does, I don't yeah. know if you knew it that. Does, yeah. Uh, but in the running here for documentary short, we have in the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone. If you're a girl, in parentheses, Ooh. life overtakes me. St. Louis Superman and walk, run, cha cha. So St. Louis Superman is a film that I don't know if it debuted, but it played uh, the I St. Played Louis Film Festival. Sure. 
Yeah, and it was really good. Uh, the the subject of the film, um, who uh, I mean, he was really, really charismatic, really good speaker. Um, it talks about him and his time, uh, you know, getting elected uh, as a black man uh, who was a battle rapper. Yeah, his name was he Bruce got, Franks. He, yeah, he, so was, he, he got, was elected to like uh, I don't know if the. Missouri representatives. Yeah, I think? I think that's right. Yeah, but he was elected. He's a, a black battle rapper who got elected in a Republican yeah. state. You know, well, and so okay, okay, really okay. It. So here, that's the that's the he was elected. St. Louis is a blue city, but St. Louis and Jefferson City are blue cities. But we are surrounded by red. Like they're like if you look at a, if you if you were to look at like a political map, there's St. Louis and Jeff- maybe Kansas City too. But like those are the yeah. three blue dots. And then everything else around us is red. The whole thing is red. Okay. So like so, it's, but, it, know, so it's St. Louis is a democratic city. And he ran the, as a Democrat and he won. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty interesting story. Uh, I think the consensus I've heard from a lot of people that have watched it, although everyone likes it a lot, is that it just kind of ends. It's not a complete story. Yeah, it's there's, like an, there's an ending minutes. to that story. The, he's no longer well, he's no longer there. But it, but you know, but uh, who's to say what he will continue yeah, to do? I mean, yeah, he stepped know. down. You know, he stepped down from his position, but it just kind of ends, and so his story isn't even written yet completely. Um, so it's really compelling for the time that it is on. But that's the big argument I hear. Um, Linnea, thoughts on this just by titles alone? Yeah, I didn't see any of them, so I don't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people are saying learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl because that title is just like, it's just a compelling title. Sure, yeah. So, anyway, Joe, I, I thought you s- were seeking all of these out, I guess. No, uh, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so documentary feature, American Factory, The Edge of Democracy, Honeyland, Forsama, and The Cave. I didn't see any, any of them. Nope. So American Factory is produced by the Obamas, and a lot of people think that that will win just to, you know, just to be able to say, hey, Barack Obama has an Oscar in this political climate that we're in. Oh, sure. Why not? I think it's I think it's a pretty safe shoe in at this point. (laughs) Okay. Animated short film. So I don't know if you guys saw any of these, but uh, one is called uh, Desera. It's a foreign language title, but daughter in parentheses, hair love, kit bull memorable and sister oh uh, you know what so i think i did see hair love i also maybe saw, I, hair saw love. I think it was maybe yeah. online somewhere yeah it, i was floating i saw hair love and i saw kit bull that played before it was a really cute uh, it was about i think i think a, a pit bull and a little kitten and i don't know if it played in like a on disney plus or something or oh, if it okay. was online too but really cute little short um I went ahead and I picked hair love. A lot of people are talking about it. It's about a dad trying to do his little girl's hair, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's like very big and crazy and he's like trying to figure out and do it. It's a cute little short. Yeah. So. That's the one I, uh, I mean, that's the one I've seen. So that's the one I have to vote for. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Linnea hair love. Hair love. Right. Yeah. Animated feature film. Now this is an interesting one because there are a lot of big names in this yeah, category. Yeah. So usually animated feature film is like, Disney movie. You know, <laughs> let's stop the discussion there. But you've got How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, the third and final film in the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy. Uh, I Lost My Body. Klaus, which is the Netflix Santa Claus movie. Missing Link, which is Laika's movie um, that not a lot of people saw, but the people that do love it, including myself. It's, I thought it was great. And then you have Toy Story 4. So you've got some heavy hitters in here with DreamWorks, Toy Story, and like I'm sorry, Disney and Laika. Yeah. Um, Joe, thoughts on this one? I mean, 
I have to. I, I think I want to go with the missing with missing link only because uh, they're doing something different. Yeah, you know, like it's not the it's not the typical Disney thing. It's not uh, the Pixar look. I think it's a completely different uh, look, and it's an amazing flick. Like it's a it's a really good movie. Um, it's really good, and it's all stop motion animation. Yeah. When I, when I saw the previews for it before I saw it, I thought this has to be CG, like looking like stop motion because it's so detailed, it's so amazing looking, and it's just the the puppets that they make have like hundreds of different expressions like they have uh, different heads different eyes uh the fur i mean i i interviewed the artistic director uh who's brad schiff who's actually from st louis uh and he showed me i actually got to see one of the maquettes for the the missing link character voiced by zach alfanakis yeah and you can see all the little hair detail on it i mean these things are amazing uh and the thing is like is never one best animated so I feel like if you're going to pass over Kubo and Coraline, right. uh, you know, I, I know they've got box trolls and I think maybe something else that isn't maybe as highly regarded, but it's been passed up time and time again. And they're pushing the medium and, and like Joe said, really doing something different. Uh, and so not only did I really like Missing Link, but I feel like this is the one that if it gets it for it, I'd be happy. And I feel like it's their time. And I'm saying that as someone that loved Toy Story 4, loved it. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. I think it's my, it's my favorite Toy Story movie. I loved it. Um, and then How to Train Your Dragon, I thought was solid too. Linnea, thoughts? Well, again, I didn't see any of these. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I know you don't have kids, but are you not a fan of animated movies? Yeah, I guess I am. I just, um, I tend to go see a lot of movies alone. And I think yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to go see a kid's movie by myself. And yeah. like, sit there well, okay. and <laughs> But um, I think it's isn't it kind of weird that Frozen Two wasn't nominated? That's what I thought. I'm with you. I'm right there with you. I think it's great because I kind of would have expected it to be, but it just I, wasn't. Yeah. It just wasn't as good. I think it's great that it wasn't nominated because Disney shouldn't automatically get in sure. for a subpar movie just because they're Disney. And I'm not saying that any of us think it should, but apparently that's. I mean, it's like oh Disney, and then you know what? All the voters go oh Disney, and I just it's not fair. And also they're are some Disney films that are better than others. And even if they're okay, it's like, is it really Oscar worthy? Right. And so frozen Two, I was not a huge fan of it all. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought the songs were bad. I mean, I, since I saw it again, I'm like, okay, they've kind of grown on me, but the songs aren't as good. I thought the story had a lot of messy parts with it. Like I just didn't like it as much. So for me, it was like, wow, I'm so glad they put something like a, like a film or even this Netflix Klaus that I didn't see it, but everyone is raving about it. Like I think, I think these movies that are doing something different deserve a spot. Uh, and you know, Disney Pixar has toy story Four, so yeah, they're, uh, it's not like they didn't. Yeah. They got, they got in there, but the, the Disney animation, yeah. this is the first year in a long time. I think that the Disney animation yeah. didn't get picked up, but I don't know. I mean, Joe, I, I don't think it deserves it. I, mean, I don't know. I saw right? it. Tw- yeah. I saw it tw- for twice. an Oscar. No, I mean, I it, it, it's just not that, that great. So, um, I'm glad that they, that they didn't go with it. Um, okay, visual effects. So this one is interesting because we have, again, a lot of heavy hitters in this one. And there's also a lot of uh, closure to these series. So you have Avengers Endgame, you know, the culmination of what, 23 movies or 22 yeah. for Endgame. The Lion King, which was like, you know, it made a ton of money. And whether or not you think it was a great movie, look at those visual effects. Sure. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, a series that's been in, in the making for, since 1977, uh, the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. Quote, unquote. The Irishman, which... No. You know, oh, it's a Get Scorsese movie, so we better put that in there. No. And you know my thoughts on The Irishman. No. Yeah. So, and uh, 1917, which a lot of it's practical, but the stuff they 
did stitch together and use visual effects for is pretty seamless. So where to even begin with this? Uh, Linnea, thoughts on visual <laughs> effects? Uh, yeah, well, I think I think it's probably going to go to either Star Wars or Avengers. Um, and I thought... For, for like the culmination award? Yeah, like, and just yeah. Uh, um, the visual effects were, you know, pretty outstanding for them. So. Yeah. And they used a lot of it, a lot more, I thought. That, so, I don't know. I, I'd probably go with Avengers, but I don't know who's going to win. I, I think As so, she's too. rocking I'm... a Captain Marvel sweatshirt. Ah, <laughs> uh, there yeah, you go. Exactly. <laughs> Joe, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I, you know, I think, I think 1917 will probably win for uh, f- photography. I think Roger okay. Higgins should probably take that. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that one out. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it has to it, – it should probably be Avengers – I think that whole uh, that whole end sequence. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's Lord of the Rings level. Does it look as good as Lord of the Rings? No, but I mean, it's on the same level. Like, there's so many characters. There's so much stuff going on. Uh, yeah. So it would, and it also would be nice to see Marvel maybe get an Oscar, <laughs> an Oscar <laughs> win. Right? So I don't have to keep hearing about how Suicide Squad won for oh, best makeup or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's a great point too. Because think of everything Marvel's achieved, and even though we all know that it's you know it's going to win the popularity vote, it's made billions and billions of dollars. Right, but exactly. They did something pretty amazing, and I do feel that Feige Marvel should be recognized for the achievement because they've got people to go back to the theaters and spend money. They I mean, got everyone in there. You don't get to become the highest grossing film of all time for doing yeah. something wrong. And it's quality, too. It's not just the popular vote, right? Like, we know Suicide Squad made $750 million, but what does that mean, you know? I mean, Avengers is not only the highest-grossing film, but it's a solid film, a solid conclusion, in my opinion. And, again, just the culmination of, of 22 films. Right. And, you know, how many years? When did Iron Man start? 2008? 2008, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, eleven years of storytelling and and what they've done is amazing. So I'm going to say Endgame only because um, of the achievement overall. I think Lion King is stellar. I mean, photorealistic yeah. effects. Oh, yeah, I've time. N- never seen anything like it. I think Lion King's amazing. Uh, Star Wars. I mean, I didn't think it looked any better than any other Star Wars movie. I mean, it's good, but I didn't go like, whoa, the starships look like starship you know no, like I, think, I, I think it looked just as good as the rest of them yeah and they're all pretty good these days you know it's it's lucasfilm it's the same people doing all the disney stuff anyway um so yeah let's let's i'll pick Endgame as well for that one nice. costume design so we have once upon a time in hollywood little women the irishman jojo rabbit and joker so what are your thoughts joe on costume design yeah i would sit like i'm i would say hollywood but I'm going to save my Hollywood vote for best picture. Uh, you know, they can win more than one. Right? I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to risk it. You know, okay. like I don't, uh, but I feel, you know, I think that little women probably, uh, I feel like the, 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 the movies that kind of are throwbacks to, I know it's not Victorian, but like that, uh, period piece, period piece, like those kind of yeah. tend to win those, uh, which is fine. Like, I think, it, I think those, those costumes can be very ornate and hard, you know, uh, intricate. So I feel like that's probably the best, the best option. You got to make them. You, you don't go to the store and just buy. No, you got to make those things. Yeah. You know, sure. um, yeah. Linnea. Yeah. I'm going to go with little women. Okay. Same here. Yeah. I think it's, I, it's usually the period piece type movies that I call it a period piece, even though it's not that old, but no, you know, that's it's, what it is, you know, though. yeah. 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 So we'll go with that one. I think that's safe. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. So we've got bombshell Joker, 
Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, which I keep forgetting even came oh out, yeah. and 1917. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Bombshell because that Megan Kelly makeup oh. on Charlize Theron. Yep. Yep. I mean, her own mom called her and said, you're in a movie, uh, <laughs> Megan Kelly. And she's like, no, that's Charlize Theron. Like that, it, it's phenomenal. I can't believe what they did. The other ones, I mean, they look fine. And some of the other characters in the movie looked pretty good. But I, I really think they did an amazing job with her in particular. Uh, Linnea? Yeah, I didn't see Bombshell, but I thought, I mean, Judy, the makeup and hairstyling was really good, too. Yeah, agreed. Was that the Was that Renee Zellweger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. I think uh, it's weird because Charlize Theron has kind of found this knit where she can kind of transform uh, into anybody. I mean, like we she's talked about chameleon. Isn't she, she really is. We talked about her on uh, a couple episodes ago about her as um, Eileen Warnos. Yeah. And she's almost unrecognizable. I can't uh, believe we didn't get more hate mail for those comments. I was listening and I'm like, I'm not going to edit this, but she did like, it's crazy. The amount of like, she put, she did, she kind of did a Christian bail where she put on weight yeah. and they um, like did stuff to her face where she looks just like that woman. No, totally. Yeah, no, your your makeup comments weren't what I was referring oh, to, but oh. that's all right. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I you know what she she reminds me of someone that I know we don't talk about this much these days, but she's like the female version, and that's not a comparative in quality. But she's how I used to think of Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp could play any role; it sure. didn't matter. He would disappear. Leonardo DiCaprio is another one; they could slide in and out of any role. And I think Charlize Theron is really great at she can be. Uh, a, a, in a dumb movie playing an action villain in those fast and furious movies or she could be in a comedy be... with seth rogan yeah yeah long exactly great, yeah, yeah, yeah so, i totally uh, long shot did not get the love that i felt like it deserved but i totally agree with you i i love that movie yeah and her range it's the range right and yeah. so those other actors we were talking about it's it's the range of these act they can play any character and slip in and out and you don't even though they're big actors you don't go oh yeah that's just so and so uh where when you see someone like i don't know i'm just gonna throw out steve buscemi right like he's great <laughs> but you know i mean steve you buscemi, pick the right? weirdest looking guy you could possibly <laughs> pick oh i don't so, know you're so steve buscemi i don't you're know so john picky. lake was you're so Oh, geez. So anyway, so she does disappear into a role. I think she was great in that. So um, that's going to be my choice. Joe, did you did you land on one? Uh, I, yeah, I think I'm going with Bombshell. Okay. That's the, you know, I, you know, I think that was the, I really enjoyed that one as well. Um, but I think that stood out to me as far as like makeup and stuff. Production design. So we've got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, 1917, Jojo Rabbit, and Parasite. So, Joe, what do you oh, think? Man. Production. I I have kind of fallen in love with Jojo Rabbit. Uh, yeah. So, I f- like, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Uh, I thought that was... I, I'm pissed that I waited as long as I did to see that movie. Uh, because, it, man, that was stellar. So, <laughs> Taika Waititi. Man, yeah, that guy, sure. He seemed to come out of nowhere. I mean, I loved what we do in the shadows and uh, wilder people. Like, yeah. I've loved his work, but it seems like now, I guess since Thor Ragnarok, he's become a household name and people are talking about his movies. He is going to be around for a he's, long time. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. No. Unless he decides he wants to go somewhere. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I liked Jojo Rabbit too, but I think it's like every time I see Parasite nominated for something, I just want to pick Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I mean... Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with Parasite. 
<laughs> you know what's interesting though, and you're on to something here. It's not it's not even just an arbitrary choice, whether you realize it or not. The house that they built, did you yeah. hear about this? No. It's built. Oh really? Yeah. It's so that that house, the main house that they go to, is completely built on a set or soundstage or whatever like the detail that went into it you never once thought people were like where is this amazing house i want to go see the house and see pictures of it it's like no they built that so the level of detail that they put into that movie and how seamless it is and how great they designed it really neat so i i think that has a shot for sure i'm gonna go with hollywood just because a it's hollywood and b they (laughs) <laughs> it's not getting wasted, Joe. I'm, I may vote for more than once, but the amount of detail yeah. and how it, it threw back to that time period in Hollywood, it's impressive that you could have, and I, I will, Tom's not here, so we can't hear any groans or anything, but <laughs> Brad Pitt driving down, uh, you know, I loved it. Hollywood Boulevard. I'll take, and, I'll, take, and, I'll take two more hours of him just driving around. Right, right. Yeah, I yeah. loved it too. And to look around and see him passing all these things. It's not like they just had to, oh, let's create a billboard and let's recreate a theater. He drove around Hollywood for a lot of the movie, and they had to put meticulous detail yep. into staging it and getting it to look right. He Tarantino obviously loves old Hollywood in that time period. So the work they did was incredible, and that's why I, th- I just have to give it that vote, even though Parasite is very impressive, but... Uh, I'm going for Hollywood. I like it. Sound mixing. So we've got two categories: sound mixing and sound editing. I didn't. Weren't they talking about merging these at one point? Oh, I, who knows? I, you know, which I don't. I don't think I like that at all. But I, I'm glad that they're not. But I feel like they talked about doing it for next year or something. But we'll talk about sound mixing first. 1917 Ford v Ferrari, Dawn of Cars, Once <laughs> Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ad Astra, which is, is that the only thing Ad Astra is nominated yeah. for? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and Joker. So sound, I, you know, it's a tough one uh, for me. War movies, it, you got to get that sound mixing right with all the bullets, explosions. I think they did a phenomenal job in 1917, making you feel like you were right there. Uh, we'll get into the cinematography and camera work, but the fact that when you are right there on the ground with these guys and you hear all this stuff going on. I think that's a great choice. So it'd be my pick. And then I think a runner up would be Ford V Ferrari just because car sounds, you know, a lot of good stuff there. I I think Uh, I I appreciate that these are uh, categories. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is, you know, like this is the stuff where it's just like, all right, man, whatever. But like, if they you make have your, it, you would care. Exactly. Maybe. They make, maybe. They make, you well, know. think about it, Joe. If, these movies, the reason why they envelop you, I mean, obviously it's it's a combination of all these things, but you've got the visuals and the direction, the acting. But if it had a, a bad soundtrack, uh, a bad, bad soundtracks or score or yeah, none of the true. two, uh, yeah. it, it can make a movie really boring and poorly paced. Yeah. And then if the sound mixing was wonky and you're just like, this doesn't feel realistic. I mean, it's one of those things that you take for granted, but it is very important, uh, an element to the film. So uh, uh, what do you I mean, think if you had to choose one? If I had to choose, I guess I'm going to go with, it's a toss up between 1917 and Ford v. Ferrari. Um, Dawn of Cars. Yeah, Dawn of Cars. <laughs> Uh, I feel like it's going to, it should be, I feel like the technical side of 1917 is what should be, uh, praised. Like not, not to say that the quality of the movie should be praised, but I feel like the technical aspect of getting that thing made was, uh, a masterclass. So I feel like I'm going to give that to 1917. Okay. Linnea. Yeah. I think it's got to go to 1917. Sound editing, which, yes, that's a different category, but bear with me here. 1917, 
Ford v Ferrari, Dawn of Cars, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Once Upon Time. Oh, I have to say it like this. Once Upon a Time in dot, Hollywood dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> or Joker. So a very similar category, but one is mixing all the sounds together and the other is editing the sounds into the scene. So similar categories, similar nominees with the exception of one or two here. Um, I'm going to say for editing, I'm going to go with 1917 again, I think. Uh, that's, yeah, look, that's where I was looking. Yeah, I think so. That. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think technically, like Joe said, it- it's really an amazing achievement. So speaking of technical achievements, cinematography. This so is a no- as- Why are we talking about this? <laughs> 1917. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, Joker, and The Lighthouse. Yeah, I think Deacons, he won it for Blade Runner, which was a good movie. but it, That's yeah. a makeup. But it's a makeup. Yeah. 1917, I-, I don't think there's any yeah i don't yeah i don't think there's any doubt he deserves it for this movie uh whoever's brain can work like that to make a film like 1917 and make it work that's next level stuff uh linnea sounds like you agree with that one oh yeah it's gotta go there okay so i think deacons can score himself another golden statue tonight so let's see here next editing the irishman (laughs) gross (laughs) ford v ferrari parasite joker and jojo rabbit so editing interesting um linnea do you have any thoughts on the editing of these films well i'm gonna give it to parasite (laughs) ah that's right okay got you down for another parasite joe uh you know i think editing is a tricky one i think uh a lot of those movies are almost you need a good editor to make everything work and i think it's like it's a it's an interesting moment that hollywood was not no- nominated because he did not have uh his when did his editor die J- was Django the last no Jane it was no it was hateful eight maybe was the last one that she did no i think he didn't have her for hateful eight I oh, think, okay, and that's why okay. it was 17 hours long i mean i'm fine but with it. uh okay. it's kurt russell i think yeah let's do oh it. yeah no it's it's fine i just that's why i think he had that long version but uh, I think Django was the last one that she was around for. So I think but... it's interesting that, you know, uh, I, I, not that his movies have a different look, but that he hasn't been nominated for that since then. Yeah. Um, but I have to go with, I guess I'm going to go with Joker because that does, there's no point in that movie where it's lagging or it's, it's like you're waiting mm-hmm. for something like that. That editor kind of, cut that thing together um to keep you on the edge of your seat when it when it's yeah. time for you to be on the edge of your seat uh yeah, i you know. i agree there's not a lot of extra stuff in there i i think i saw joker three times in theaters definitely twice but i think three and it just flies by it really yeah, it's, it moves. i mean and, and it is a mesmerizing performance in there which is just undeniable but it, it really moves at a good clip so uh, i think that's a good choice uh, i'm gonna go with ford v ferrari just also because a good I feel choice like, i think yeah. i feel like editing is so important with action sequences car chases car races uh if you don't edit it right it can really just be choppy and bad and i feel like they did a good job of keeping that action where i think the movie in my opinion it was a little slower than i expected i would have yeah. liked the, i would have liked the movie to have more i think racing sequences in it to maybe liven it up but when they when it came to the races, movie? Uh, I'm not talking about that, <laughs> but uh, I think I'm going to go Ford v Ferrari also because I don't think it's it's a good movie and I don't think it's going to get a lot of other love. No, or, I think was, I think it's not going to. So it might, but but Joker I think is probably like the like 
the actual winner it's yeah. probably going to be joker so okay we'll see what happens there uh original screenplay for marriage story once upon a time in hollywood parasite knives out or 1917 that is a stacked category yeah, and very one. tricky uh, linnea thoughts on well i see your, your movies <laughs> in there so I'm gonna are go we going parasite, any but i think it is also just it's so original the story and it's so you know universal too so that's yeah i'm gonna go with parasite but (laughs) but i i i agree that it's amazing and i do love the story it's very original and very interesting but then you have knives out in there only nominated for this one category and knives out is such a, a an amazing hilarious and unique screenplay to where i feel like if 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 you know, it's only nominated for one thing and it's the original screenplay category and it's out there making what 300 million domestic or whatever. Yeah, and a sequel has been announced. That's yeah. True. I so did love knives out. So it, it's so good. I, I think I have to put that there just because it deserves the love and it is that good. And it got people to go to an original property in the theater where, you know, with all the remakes and, and crap going on, uh, not that parasite didn't, but on a much lower, smaller level, Right. Uh, unfortunately, because those uh, those scary things at the bottom of the screen, those words. Yeah, God just, forbid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to read it in my movies. Ah. So I think I'm going to go with Knives Out, Joe. Uh, it was a toss-up between Hollywood and Knives Out, but I feel like uh, Knives Out, since this is its only category, I feel like I have to have to give it the, give it the nod. Fair. It could be anyone's. I mean, that category is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and Marriage Story, that's my number one movie of the year. I loved it. I just don't know if I would give it original screenplay. You know, the performances were great and everything, and it's it's good, but I don't know that it necessarily broke enough ground to warrant, you know, like, oh, the best screenplay of the year. I think uh, it's a I, performer's movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's well written. I mean, they yeah. couldn't perform it if the lines didn't sound organic. So don't no, get that's me true. wrong. That's true. I wanted to mention it just because I do think it's a great movie and a great script. I just don't know that we'll get the vote for being as original as some of these other ones. So adapted screenplay, you've got The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, The Two Popes, and Joker. Joe? Well, uh, I think it should probably, I mean, given what Little Women has been doing, I feel like it should probably probably be Little Women. Um, I don't really know what they're adapting from Joker. Well, it's anything that they didn't create the character. Oh, I or, see. I see. Okay. okay. You know, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I feel, I feel like with all the, all the buzz of Little Women, I feel like that should probably be the one that uh, takes that one home. It's a tough category in here. I mean, you've got Jojo Rabbit, which, you know, we're talking about how much we love that one. You have Little Women with Greta Gerwig, you know, getting the snub for director and all females getting the snub for director, uh, you know, and it's a wildly popular movie. Uh, The Two Popes, which people people that see it love that movie i actually didn't even get a chance to see it but i heard people talking great things about that and then joker i mean you know it's it's got a ton of nominations overall so it's a tough one uh, i i think i'm gonna go with little women just because i think yeah. Greta gerwig deserves it and i liked what they did where i know that um who was it was it slappy mcgee that hated it because it's uh the way they told the story like he likes the book but he didn't like how it jumped around and did that the weird does stuff. that does sound familiar yeah but that kept me really interested and engaged i liked how they told the story i thought it was cool um as someone that's not a, a huge fan of the books as in like i haven't read them not that i hate them but you know i'm not coming with any of that baggage but i really liked how they told it what about you linnea yeah i i'd have to go with little women and i love the book <laughs> and i like okay. how they they kind of Good. 
redid the chronology in it and kind of did the flashbacks or whatever. I thought that was a really great way to tell a story. Yeah, so. there's only, I mean, that story's been told several times already, and it has good versions. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want just a straight remake. If if something's already done well, I think we've talked about this before, but don't remake the movies that are good. Remake the movies that had potential, but it were bad, right? If you're going to do yeah, a remake, right, right, exactly. make it better. We don't need a remake of Citizen Kane. We don't need or a do remake. A, or do a live action version of Sword in the Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, like exactly do that stuff. The, the ones we, that aren't the the higher tier, right? Remake them, make them awesome, whatever. So exactly. I, I agree. So we'll go with Little Women on that one. All right, acting categories, uh, director, and the big one coming up here. We're getting there. Uh, we'll start with actress in a supporting role: Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, ScarJo for JoJo Rabbit. Florence Pugh, Pugh Pugh, and Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. I'm going to say Laura Dern in Marriage Story just because she's getting the buzz. I love that film. I think she was great. Um, I don't – I think I would rather see someone like Kathy Bates who was really she, She's amazing. got one. I know, but it, that <laughs> Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, first of all, talk about a performer's movie. Yeah. I know Marriage Story is, but, but that movie um, – is has some incredible performances in it and the scene did you see joe did you see richard jewel no i think once all the stuff came out about uh what eastwood did with uh that in uh, reporter the yeah the liberties he took with that i think it turned me off from the movie completely gotcha but you gotta you should watch it for the performances it's really really a, a great great roles in there sure but kathy bates towards the end of that movie when she she gets up on a podium and is just like talking about you know her son like you know he's innocent like no spoilers i mean based on a true story and you've seen the trailers sure. or whatever <laughs> like but there's a point where she, some of us were know, alive when that happened so yeah you know. uh it's really great she pours her heart out and i was just like wow it, it was it reminds you how good kathy bates is because i haven't seen her in a lot of meaty roles lately and she it was i mean really, she kind of she joined the ranks of american horror story yeah, that's what she's been doing. She's been on yeah. that show for right. a long time. Yeah, definitely. So, Linnea, what do you think in supporting actress? Well, I I do like Laura Dern, but it's just also just like looking at all the actresses that are nominated for best actress and supporting actress. They're all really young, other than Kathy mm-hmm. Bates. And yeah, then you look at fair. the actors that are nominated, and they're all old. <laughs> All right, like Brad, that old. I mean, Adam Driver is the only younger one. And then I think it's like Brad Pitt is the youngest one. Everybody else is like Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Tom Hanks, Joe Pesci. Isn't that, uh, isn't that an interesting commentary on Hollywood in general? How it's like, <laughs> oh, look at all these young, beautiful women. And then, oh, well, look at no, all these old There's no good roles guys. for older women. That's the problem. So, <laughs> yeah. right? Makes a valid so, point. Right, so, but that's what I, I mean. Like, it, I like Laura Dern, but I also kind of just want to be like, give Kathy Pates the Oscar because she's, right? she's doing her thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And I think Laura Dern's great, but I've also heard, I think even Tom mentioned it, but multiple people have said that her role is the exact same role she does on whatever the TV show. It's one of those, like, I don't know if it's Big Little Lies or what oh, TV yeah, show yeah, she's yeah. on. One of, one of those shows that's really got a lot of buzz around it, but they're like, she's a lawyer in that, and she was just kind of doing the exact same role. So right. I guess if you've seen it, maybe that causes some, I don't know, but uh, she's getting all the buzz and I think she's won a lot of the critics groups and other awards. So that's why I'm going to choose her. Uh, uh, I'm taking Florence Pugh. Okay. Only because she didn't get nominated for Midsommar. Yeah, Hell of true. a year. Yeah, Hell of that's, a year. That's, for that's, Florence that's the, Pugh. She should have been nominated for that. 
uh, she wasn't. So I- I'm going to take the the makeup pick for uh, Little Women. That's another one though. Where God, what is she like? Seventeen? She's so she's not young. Seventeen? She I mean, she is very young. I mean, she's, she's playing like, like twelve year old Amy in Little Women. So yeah, I'm googling it. She's got to be in her mid. I bet you she's nineteen. She's twenty four because she's dating Zach Braff, right? And he's yeah. like forty six. So well, there is a big difference. Whatever it is, whatever she's it is, she's just. 20s. She's young, and I think that the Academy is going to recognize that she has a long time to go. Kind of to Linnea's sentiment, even though oh, well, I she's twenty four. Spot on. 24. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's very young. And I think they're going to, as they do, you know, they, yeah, they like to right. do the make goods. Look at how long it took Leah to get one. Yeah. There's only one winner and there's a lot of great performances. And so they pick them as, oh, we, this person missed out last time. Here's their make good. And it kind of goes around in that cycle. So I think she's really good, but I think also that she has some time. And uh, so that's why I'm going to say Dern. Uh, and, and I would love for Kathy Bates to win if, if it were possible. Uh, let's go over to actor in a supporting role. So there's Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is interesting. But if you've seen the movie, supporting role kind of makes sense there. Yeah, makes sense. Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, no. Joe Pesci in The Irishman. I mean, it's like, I guess they just feel like they have to put these guys in there. Yeah. And Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Linnea, what are your thoughts on actor in a supporting role? Well, I would say Tom Hanks. Although I felt like when I got out of that movie, I was kind of mad because I kind of thought it was going to be more about Mr. Rogers. <laughs> right. Bait and switch. It's not about Mr. Rogers. It's about the guy no that wrote the article. Like, Who is this guy? Um, <laughs> but, but I thought he was great in that role. So yeah. I'm going to say Tom okay. Hanks. Joe. Uh, so I was thinking Joe Pesci just because, I mean, he, as much as we bagged on that movie, he was amazing. In that Best play. part of the movie. Yeah. Hands down. You know why? Because they didn't have Joe Pesci running around kicking people right. and looking, you know, moving like an old man that's supposed to be. I mean, <laughs> Robert De Niro in The Irishman, I think when he meets Joe Pesci at that truck, is yeah. supposed to be my age. Right. What? That, it wasn't even I mean, close. If, if I stood next to that Robert De Niro, are you going to tell me that yeah. these two people? I mean, it's it's horrendous <laughs> how they tried to de-age them. And it's like, did you guys not see The Godfather when they had different actors different play actors. younger roles? Like, yeah. did you not see almost any other movie that does that? De Niro Why? doesn't get his start unless yeah. he plays a young Vito Corleone. Well, it's definitely one of those iconic roles. And so I just feel like it's silly. Well, anyway, that's a whole different story. But Pesci... <laughs> If you're going to pick someone from The Irishman, yeah. Pesci was spot on. He owned that. He came back to do it, which is another thing that they'll probably love. Uh, so I agree. I think that's I a would, good choice. I was thinking Brad Pitt, but after I've seen them, I've, I've watched Hollywood a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he's great, but he's not really doing anything Oscar worthy. Like he's amazing in that role. He's he's very funny. He's charismatic. It's a it's a fun role, but he's not stretching. But it's not. It's like, yeah. Is that, yeah. It's he's he's Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? I think, like I think because Brad Pitt doesn't usually win Oscars and he's he's really charismatic, he's won a lot of the awards. Yeah. And it again, it's a movie about Hollywood. I'm gonna pick Hollywood as the one that will win. Maybe. Um, whether or not it should win is I'd a different be fine story. with it winning. Um but I do think Brad Pitt will win, but you know, it may go to an old timer like Pesci. I don't think Pacino's gonna get it. No, I, I, I really hope don't. he doesn't win it. I yeah I know so anyway uh, okay cool uh, moving on to leading roles here we're gonna go to actress in a leading role Cynthia Erivo for Harriet Scarjo for Marriage Story Saoirse Ronan for Little Women Renee Zellweger for Judy and Charlize Theron in Bombshell 
I'm going to come out and say Zellweger is going to get herself another Oscar because her performance in Judy was excellent. She looked like her. I mean, she had to do a lot for that role. I, I thought she was excellent. I know she has a lot of buzz behind her. And and again, there's a lot of great nominees here. So it's a tough pick, but I'm going to say Judy. What do you think, Joe? Oh, uh, man. I was thinking ScarJo. Um, just based on, I mean, that was, that was a, that was a tour de force, uh, of, of some acting chops in that movie, um, where she has to be kind of, she has to be a bitch, but she also kind of has to still be likable. Like you have to understand where she's coming from. And I think that's a really hard line to walk when they're going through the divorce proceedings. And there's that whole scene in the, uh, like in the lawyer's office with the two lawyers and Adam driver and Scarlett Johansson. So I just feel like that's a, that's a, that's a tight line to walk. And I feel like that she did a, a pretty amazing job in that movie. Yeah, they, they both do. It's phenomenal. I mean, that is, as you said earlier, you, you put it well, it's, that's an actor's movie. That's yeah. The two leads in that are phenomenal. So if she wins, I will not be disappointed. It's my favorite thing she's ever done. I I just, she is magnificent in that movie. Wait, wait till black widow. Oh yeah, I'm guessing <laughs> maybe Florence Pugh. Maybe she'll win the Oscar. For I'm telling best you, actress. she's your new Black Widow. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. So, Linnea, what do you think? Um, I'd love for Renee Zellweger to to get it, uh, and it's such a good story too because like she had her big like comeback, you know, before this movie. Uh, yeah. So I love that, and I, or I love Cynthia to get it for Harriet because her performance was really great in that movie too. I know that movie had some controversy too when it came out, but uh, her performance was great. So. I I think that's the only thing it's nominated for would be lead yeah. actress. So oh, okay. Uh, okay. I didn't get around to seeing it, but did, what did you think? I mean, it did get a lot of negative publicity uh, and, and not that great of reviews. Did you like it? I, I liked the movie. I thought um, they, they did some interesting stuff with the story um, that I think I could have done without. They kind of relied on, um, she said that she got like visions from God and that's what, she, how she was able to, you know, mm. work on the the Underground Railroad and all that stuff. And uh, was like, that not a thing? They're just kind of throwing that in there for fun. No, I mean, or I for the religious she, she crowd, did. maybe. Yeah, and I I think like uh, that was part of her story that she said, but um, also you know she just was a person who did this great thing. So sure, yeah. um, and there was there was some other things that there's some you know criticisms of it, um, which. I, I can't really talk about it either way. It's not not my lane, you know. But, but I'm I thought with you. her I, performance yeah. was fantastic. So let's be honest, though. What movie doesn't have some kind of controversy right. these days? I the internet Harley is and really... the Birds of Prey. No controversy oh, yeah. no, whatsoever. No, oh right. no, I, there's really nothing to talk about. But we'll get into that <laughs> next episode. So coming into the final three here, we've got actor in a leading role: Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. All right, Joaquin Phoenix, next category. Leonardo DiCaprio. Does does anyone have <laughs> any doubt that Phoenix is not taking home this Oscar? No, but I'd love for Adam Driver to get it, but I know He's, that Joaquin Phoenix is going to get it, so that's okay. But it, it, I agree, and, and Driver, again, phenomenal in that movie, but Phoenix is an actor. I mean, he's an actor's actor. He is incredible in everything he's in, in my opinion. I, he's just phenomenal. And so he deserves it for his career. But I also think his, I think he's really good in Joker. Like, I, I, I think if he wins for this, I mean, which I 
believe he will. I really don't have any doubts, but I think it's deserved for this movie. It's a it's a career win, and at least he's in a really good role. Uh, I think that movie falls apart without him. Uh, not oh, to say for sure, for not sure. to say it, a joke. You put Jared Leto in work. this movie. Oh good God! Lord. Well, you <laughs> don't even get me started. But but for this movie, which which I think is a good movie, but if you didn't have him with this particular screenplay and everything that happens, I, I think it's not as interesting, and I don't think you have a, a very good movie. So I'm going to go. I'd be with, interested to see what Heath Ledger's Joker looks like in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It that's just I don't such know. a different I don't know. Joker. I just thought I would be interested to see yeah. like what what that is. I I think it'd be interesting to see what Cesar Romero's Joker looked like in this movie. Well, I mean, if we're just getting crazy, that's you know. <laughs> so, are you going with Phoenix, Joe? No, I'm going with Leonardo DiCaprio. Are you really? Yeah, I. L- you look. think DiCaprio's going to win Best Actor? No, I want him to win. Oh, got <laughs> yeah. it. I think okay. Joaquin Phoenix is going to win. Oh, I, got I, it. I I, th- I I enjoyed watching DiCaprio more than I enjoyed watching Phoenix, only because that role, the Joker role. Uh, is not the easiest thing to watch. Yeah, sure. Um, so and it, it's kind of difficult to watch at times, and that's not it's not a, that that's a testament to to him. But I had a better time watching. Oh. Uh, you know, sure, Cliff, not Cliff, but uh, DiCaprio, Rick, Rick, yeah, Rick Dalton, trying oh. to get his lines right. So good, than, and you know, uh, a lot of that's improvised. So oh yeah, oh yeah, good DiCaprio's stuff. great, and he's known for improvising, especially on those Tarantino movies. And a lot of his stuff that he improvised ended up in the movie. So it's a, definitely a testament to him. But he just got his make good Oscar. He I did mean, he for did, his yeah. career. So I don't know that, especially against Phoenix, who doesn't have one, that he would be able to beat him. But I think it's a nice choice anyway. No, uh, dr- I agree. Director, but last two here before we wrap it up. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. Oh, Quentin, get out of here, old Quentin, man. <laughs> Oh, if it wins zero, I'll be so happy. Ugh. Like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> being nominated for, I think it's tied with Joker or something. Like, it's nominated for it's 11 ridiculous. Oscars or something. Yeah, get out you of here. You better thank Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bong, uh, B- Bong Joon Ho. Someone they said it's not pronounced like Bong as everyone says it in America. That it's Bong Bong Joon Ho yeah. for Parasite. Sam Mendes for 1917 or Todd Phillips for Joker. So man, this one's tough because again, you have some amazing films in here. Um, I really think Parasite's going to get the foreign film, and I won't give away my best picture yet. But I think uh, I think that Mendes because I don't know that it's going to win some of the other ones that I'd li- I would like to see it win. I think they will give him director for putting that movie together. What do you think, Linnea? Well, I I think I would be happy if they gave it to Sam Mendes or Bong Joon-ho, but because I would just, I think those two movies, the directing was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, so I would prefer them to win than over the other guys. So. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would oh, rather Greta Gerwig be in there. I, well, right. You know what, Lena? You are preaching to the choir. I think it is a travesty uh, that she is not nominated when the film that she made is up so many times. What about Honey Boy or The Farewell? Or yeah. Little Women, yeah. or these, Farewell was fantastic too. There are so many films that were incredible, directed yeah. by women. And I'm not, I'm not the kind of PC person that is just gonna be like, oh, you have to be diverse. Like, you know, made the best film win and uh, all that. But there are women that made amazing films that deserve to be recognized this year. This was a totally. hell of a year for female directed films, and to not have many of them showing up, and especially none of them in director, it's just, it's crazy. You're just, you're just making the point for for the people that are advocating for it 
Yeah. You know, well, like you're you're just you're just making the point easier for them. And they're not wrong. Their point is absolutely right. Yeah. It's it's uh it's it is a travesty, I agree. Uh, but I think but it's Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes, okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know how it can be. I mean that's that movie is a, a you know, the fact that he got that made is is next level. So Those, I, I feel and, and getting yeah. that getting that to work. Yeah, I to not I to make anything that's on that scale and I'll, I'll never forget those scenes especially the opening of the movie when I didn't know what to expect from it and then they're walking through those trenches and those yeah. long takes where right. these aren't fake like editing long you know I mean it's not one continuous thing for the whole movie but it's really really long takes that are stitched together and right. the fact that they he directed them and was able to put that together and I don't know how many times they had to do it but to even get that take at all was incredible with how much is going on. So I really think he deserves it. And I think he has a good chance of winning it. Um, all I know is if Todd Phillips wins, there will be rioting. <laughs> oh, it'd be bad. It'd be so bad. <laughs> People are so, I, it's, it, it got so much buzz and out of uh con or wherever, or, uh, yeah, yeah. wherever it was, it's like, Sundance it's, maybe it, it had so, no, it was a foreign one first. Oh. I thought, but um, it's got so much buzz and people loved it. And now it's the film to bag on. And so I still think it's a great film, but people it online like, are yeah. hating on it. And so if it ends up taking a huge prize like one of those, it's it's going to be crazy. But uh, I'm not looking forward to that. So let's hopefully we can avoid that. Yeah. And, and here's the big one. So best picture. We have nine nominees. Ford v. Ferrari, Don of Cars, The Irishman, <laughs> Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time. In Hollywood, Marriage Story, Parasite, and 1917. A lot of heavy hitters in this one. A lot of really great films. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset on this one for myself. A lot of people want Parasite. It's a great film, and I think that it would be deserving. podcast wants Parasite. Uh, Well, yeah, but I I think (laughs) that if it wins, it would be great. I think it's deserving of it. I just don't think the, the way the Academy voters are, I don't think they'll let it win. And uh, the other one that people are talking about uh, is um, 1917, of course, because it's phenomenal. We talked about directing, cinematography. The whole thing is just a master class of being put together. If it wins, would not be disappointed. But So I'm going to go with The Sleeper here and uh, The Underdog, which is crazy to think it's become this. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think it, yeah! has, it has everything, everything that the Academy loves. Uh, it, it First of all, it has Tarantino, who's never made a bad movie. And he's never won Best Picture. It's about Hollywood. Hollywood loves Hollywood and uh, has a record of winning in a lot of these categories. I just think that it's the time for Tarantino, and I think it's got all the right, you know, it's the perfect formula. So I'm going to go with Hollywood. Uh, Linnea, what do you think for Best Picture? Well, I think it's probably going to be 1917. Okay. I would love for it to be Parasite or Little Women, but, uh, or even Jojo Rabbit, but, um, but I, I, I think it's going to go to 1917. That's fair. Another favorite in the uh, in the awards circuit. I mean, 1917 has been winning a lot. So I think that one is probably, if, you, if you're playing the Vegas odds, I think that's probably the one to look for. Uh, but with the upset going to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, but a lot of film Twitter. You know, the 
I don't think the general public is really preaching parasite because again, mm-hmm. they're not seeing it, which is unfortunate. Right. You got to keep spreading the word, but I don't think other than film Twitter parasites getting as much of the popular vote. Um, so Joe, I, I don't oh, think it's going to be a surprise what you pick. No, here. no Hollywood all day. Hollywood. Okay. All day. I think it's got it. So, uh, that is our Oscar prediction. So it'll be fun. Uh, you know what the results are now listening to this and I will probably, I'll try to have this up tomorrow because we don't need much editing and it's just predictions. So, uh, meaning that you should be listening to this the day after the Oscars. How well did we do? How terribly did we mess up? We don't know until we see it. So it was fun. Um, before we sign off on this one and we get into our next episode, I do want to go through the box office, just run through it. So I'm not going to yeah. spend a ton of time on all the budgets and, and that stuff. But just so you get an idea of what these movies did, I think there's really only one thing to actually talk about in there's depth. There's one thing to it's talk about. the number one movie of the weekend and the movie of the week next episode, Birds of Prey. It was estimated that it would do or predicted to do about 55 million. It, the totals, 33.2 million. I am shocked. 20 million plus shocked. underperforming for That's, that. It, it's a shame because now they're going to go back to the old model. It's this guy. It's we'll, sh- we'll get into we'll get yeah. into it in the next episode, but it's a but shame that we're the whole gonna, I we're told you so. The, hey, we yeah. took a risk and look right. what happened. Exactly. So, uh, thoughts on that, Linnea? Well, it's rated R, which I think is a tough. Yeah. So was Deadpool. I know. Yeah, I don't know. but but my, here's my the, theater was pretty full when I went and saw it. But um, we'll get into it next up episode more in depth, though. Yeah. But I think there's an argument against the Deadpool thing, and, okay. and we'll get into why. But okay. I, I'm with Linnea. I think one, the rated R nail in the coffin. I mean that that killed it uh, because this fan base has a lot of young fans that watch sure, animated sure. stuff and the shows, uh, CW shows, whatever. That some of these characters are similar. You know they they've been introduced to these characters and they can't buy a ticket to it. Um, and then also the marketing. I think that I've heard nothing but thereof. but bad trailers, yeah. bad trailers, and the title. Just yep. Birds of Prey and blah, 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 Harley Quinn. It's like, it, we'll get into it, but I think Birds of Prey was a mistake to put that in the title and not to sell it with Harley Quinn, who's the, the biggest draw to this thing. Yeah. It, it's a Harley yep. Quinn movie. They, they, they shoved it in there. You know, they forced it in there with that crazy long title. But the movie, at least on my box office tracking, it just says Birds of Prey. And I think people are going to scratch their heads. What the hell is Birds of Prey? You know, if they haven't yeah. seen a lot of marketing, it's just it's weird. So we'll get into all the other factors. Uh, Bad Boys for Life hanging on at number two, twelve million dollars. Nineteen seventeen, a five percent drop with nine million. Doolittle somehow kids movie six kids point, movie six point six six million dollars this weekend. <laughs> Mark of the Beast. Oh well, yeah. There's that's good description for that movie. Jumanji. <laughs> The next level, this thing, nine weeks, 5.5 million, a 7.8% drop. Crazy. Uh, number six, The Gentleman from two weeks ago on the podcast, 4.1 million, a 25% drop. Number seven in week two, Gretel and Hansel, 3.5 million, 43% drop. So that's at 11 million total. Uh, number eight, Knives Out in week 11, made another 2.3 million, a 9% drop. Number nine, Little Women, 2.3 million, a 24% drop, but that thing's up to 102.6, so it's crossed 100 million domestic finally. Wow, good for and, it. Yeah, and number 10, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, yeah. 2.2 million, 30% drop, so it's still getting some people to the theater. 510 million domestic on that one. Uh, I believe it's, uh, yeah, it's 1.06 billion, so uh, they're considering it a disappointment, though, with, you know, 
it should I mean, have been I a two it. billion dollar it. movie, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the for conclusion sure. of the saga, it, it, it's a it should have been big. And the Force Awakens, you know, the Last Jedi went down from that. This went down from that. So um, definitely has them rethinking. Not a, a steadily a steady decline in returns, but not in quality. Yeah, not not a quality thing, but yeah. you know, this is show business in Disney, especially right. when they're buying properties for what did they spend four billion on Star Wars? Four, and, no, was it? Was that? Oh a, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was um, it for? And it was way higher for Fox. Seventy-one billion. Yeah, right, right. right. So, but they're looking for a return, and again, this is an all-profit. They have huge budgets, and so uh, you know they got to see see these numbers come in. And to Tom's credit, you know he did send us an article. He did, yeah, uh, that's right. That, I mean, an opinion article, not for straight from them, but they said the future is television, like Tom's been saying. So we'll see. The Mandalorian, I couldn't believe it. There's a second season coming out this year. Of they're course, already, of they're course. already getting ready. But that's great that they were able to do it. So anyway, that's the box office report. That is our Oscar prediction. Uh, thank you all for listening and joining. Hopefully, uh, we didn't get it too wrong, but uh, in any event, we hope you had fun. So, I didn't. Uh, you had fun, Joe? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't get them wrong. <laughs> uh, Linnea, uh, is there anywhere that you'd like to plug for people to find you? Yeah, I mean, you can find me on, on Twitter uh, at Linnea1928. All right, and Joe? Go follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B U T T S 21. And this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. So again, follow the show, facebook.com slash real spoilers, Twitter, real spoilers. Uh, you know how to find us. Rate and review. Uh, we haven't had a review in a while. So for we some of you. We actually have one. No kidding. Yeah, we, we got one at the end of January. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we can read that next episode. <laughs> but uh, we love we love that. And it also helps new people find the show because the more you rate and review, uh, the podcast jumps the charts and people can see higher numbers. And, and it really does help. So if you've been listening to the show for a while and you haven't writ- written a review, we'd love to have that. Um, but that's it for now. So uh, join us for our next episode, which will be our review and a true milestone yes. on this one. Yes. 550 is going to be. Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley, one Quinn, Harley Quinn, I think. So That's we'll see how that one goes. But until next time, you've been warned. You want to tell a story right, you got to start at the beginning. We're going to have to work together. With you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.